Okay, well, it's good to welcome you this morning. Sorry, can't see you. It's good to be back with you and uh, see your lovely faces. Oh, thank you, Tony. It's just it's one of you pleased to see me. That's, uh, that's wonderful. So it's, it's good to be here. Um, I don't think we have any visitors this morning at the moment. But uh, today's uh, an open meeting. I'm sure you're all aware of that. And uh, so feel free to to come and share later. Um, you know, we'll be looking for testimonies or prophecies or revelations and words of knowledge, of course. So or just praying, praying for what we're, uh, what the Lord's doing. Um, we'll have um, the notices a bit later um, and Denise will... Um, come up and just share a little bit about Romania, the forthcoming trip, and we'll be praying for Denise. But we're going to have a, a nice time of, of sung worship, just coming before the Lord in that way. Uh, before that, um, I'll do the notices then as well, and the offering a bit later. Um, just to say that it is lunch club today, so uh, with Hannah Lee and Gideon away in South Africa, away already, um, so bless them. I'd like to um, remember that uh, Paul says to Timothy, isn't it, um, to give yourself to the reading of the scriptures. And I think he means public reading. So I was just going to read a little passage. It's in Hebrews 12. If you've got your Bible with you and you want to follow it, you're very welcome. Uh, it's not a bad habit to have. Um, so Hebrews 12. I'm going to jump about just a little bit. Um, and just verse 22 but you have come that's us, each one of us Okay. we have come to Mount Zion to the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem to innumerable angels in festal gathering and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Verse uh, 26. At that time his voice shook the earth, but now he is promised. Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, remain, that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and thus let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. So let's just pray. Father, we just want to thank you, Lord, that the ground on which we're standing today, or even sitting, Lord, is holy ground. And it's holy ground because of your presence with us. And we just want to thank you, Lord, that we know in the words of that chorus that there are holy angels all around. And we want to thank you that we come into your presence this morning. Lord, your holy and awesome presence. And we want to praise you, Lord Jesus. Let us praise Jesus now. We are standing in the presence 
on holy ground. And so, Father, we just uh, commit ourselves to you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus, Lord, the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus that washes us clean today from our sins and from all unrighteousness that we may enter in to your presence with a clear conscience. And Father, we just want to thank you too for the Holy Spirit, Lord, who indwells us and we pray, Lord, would empower us today, Lord, as we come before you. Lord, may we enter in, Lord, meeting with you, Lord. Thank you that you come to meet with you. Lord, may you be glorified in our midst. Father, may we each be built up as we receive from you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, John. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. You feel like Good morning. Um, in the past, we kept chickens and we bred many, many chicks. And uh, we even actually put goose eggs under chickens. So, and the goose eggs would actually hatch at the, well, about the same time as the chickens. And these chicks used to be under the wings of the chickens and their heads would just pop out. But even if you today feel like you're not uh, part of the family, you know, the chicks were, they'd include the goose chicks as well as the chick chicks. So, you know, let's face it, God has taken, grafted us in and uh, we are all part of his amazing family. Amen. Thank you, Liz. Um, it's amazing, isn't it? Just that first line of Psalm 23, isn't it? It's all we need, is, in a way, isn't it? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Full stop. It's uh, an amazing, wonderful truth, isn't it? That he is our sufficiency. Praise God. And um, perhaps we could just take up the, uh, the offering and um, just give a few notices. Now, as far as I'm aware, there are no birthdays this week so is that true or is anybody getting one no okay so none today okay just uh, a few things coming up this week uh, bible study tomorrow evening uh, at the beehive 745 uh, continue our well, sort of continuing we're going backwards a little bit uh, in our study of mark but um, so please come if you can uh, reminder that on Wednesday morning, Liz is always reminding us on signal about the early morning prayer meeting. Uh, so 7.30 in the morning if you're able to, to make it for that. It's always a good time. Friday, Waymakers at the shore, 10 till 12. Tuesday, uh, it's the men's uh, coffee and chat um, at Benito's uh, between 10 and 12. Music group, I think is Wednesday, yes. 7.30 at the Beehive. Yeah, the music group gathering. And uh, next Sunday, Benjamin, did you want to? <laughs> Not used to being called Benjamin, Martin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Oh, and, and if you're part of the worship group, I know Toby would like to know if you're coming. And if you're not coming, why not? Okay. Um, so uh, let him know. Because otherwise, he and they just turn up and like no one's there. So, but I will be there. They know that I'm going to be there. So it'll be three of us at least. Um, James is coming as well. Um, uh, I was going to say, CAP, as some of you will know, some of you may not be aware, um, we're part of a CAP multi-church partnership. That sounds very corporate, but there are six churches in Bognor. Now, um, we had CAP Sunday before Christmas. Um, we've got various different ways of being involved. So, uh, Dad, or Tony, you might know him as Tony, I know him as Dad, and myself are both befrienders. And in fact, I'm due to uh, be involved with my first um, kind of uh, clients uh, just next Monday actually um, with Liddy. Uh, Liddy is the CAP manager and another way that we're involved is Denise is a CAP life skills coach and we're now running a life skills group or um, Audit Baptist Church are running it but they're running it in the Beehive on a Friday afternoon. There have been two sessions so far and they're going really well but please pray Denise is involved in that. It's in the Beehive and that's just a great chance to help people um, but next Sunday on the family service, Liddy Blunden, the, 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 the uh, CAP Centre Manager, is coming to talk to us about CAP. So you'll get a chance to see what she looks like if you don't know Liddy. Who knows Liddy? Hands up if you know Liddy and what she looks like. So quite a few of you don't. Okay, so she's a lovely lady. She's going to share about the work and the ministry of CAP. Um, so just please make sure you can come to that because it would be really good. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, next Sunday, very special day, of course, all sorts of ways. Um, okay, I think that's all the notices. Um, so, I don't know, do you want the children to stay in, Denise? Where are you? While you... Keep them in. You're taking them out. All oh, right, okay. Denise, do you want to come up and... Uh, with five others, so Denise is off to Romania this coming week, with five others, um, who I'm sure she'll tell us about. Before I talk about Romania, I just want to thank you all for praying for me in the week, and especially I want to thank Tony and Grace Turpin, who, instead of going out on the streets on Wednesday, came to the hospital with me. So they forfeited going on the streets to come with me. But it was lovely because when I went in and out each time, they were in the waiting room and I came back to sit with them, so one either side of me. So it was lovely just being feeling really supported during that time. So it was lovely. Yeah, so Ben has put on the email that gets sent out some prayer points and some information, but I'll just talk about a couple of them. And there's six of us going all together. So Joan Hellier and myself and Dave Green, who's the curate, um, at St Wilfrid's are going Thursday to Thursday. It's Dave Green's first time coming out with the Ron Hellier Foundation. He has been out in the past with another organisation to Romania, so he's a little bit familiar with the culture. Um, and then Daniel Clark, Jonathan Lex and Grog Heaton are going out with us, but coming back on the Monday. So they're just going for a long weekend. We're doing a mixture of different things. For me, and on the Sunday at another church, which is a mixture of gypsies and Romanians, Joan, myself, and Dan will be doing some children's work there during the Sunday service. And on the Sunday evening, I'll be going with Joan and Dave to Shimla, which is the church that Toby spends quite a lot of time with the youth work and stuff there. 
and I'm doing quite a few ladies' meetings this time, which is lovely because I like doing the ladies' meetings with, with Joan. Um, so we're going to Gypsies in Mitch's Village, uh, three other places. One of them is a new church that they're trying to establish contact with. So on the last day, we'll be going there to spend some time with them and um, talk with them. Uh, we'll also be doing some delivery of food parcels. Money's been collected over here and sent over to Romania. Then Mitch organises the parcels to be made up and we take them to the families and give them to the families and then we get a chance to talk with them and pray with them. Also, earlier in the week, there's going to be some home visits, which is to people that, older people that can't get to the church meetings. So we visit them in their homes and just talk with them and pray with them and encourage them. Dan is going to be leading some youth work along with John and Grog um, on the first day we get there so the, we arrive at one o'clock in the morning and then um, we go go to bed for a little bit and then at half ten we have a brunch and then six o'clock in the evening is our first meetings so pray for us on that day because even six o'clock in the meet we're still gonna be a little bit tired I think yeah and the accommodation which um, Ben asked us to pray for seems to be sorted out quite well now so that's good that's an answer to prayer already that we've sorted out the accommodation um so I think that's about it. One of the um, things I'm going to be talking to the children about focusing on it is the good shepherd and the lost sheep. So that fitted in quite well with the meeting today. So. Thank you. Well, we'd just like to, to pray for Denise. And if anybody has a, a specific word that they'd like to come out and give, then that's, feel free. But also, equally, if you don't want to come out, please see Denise afterwards quickly, because that's supposed to be a lunch club, or write it down. I was going at half 11, so you'll have to be very quick. Or send a message, write it down, send a message or whatever, or give it to one of us and we can pass it on. So if anybody wants to join me to just pray, then feel free. I think Toby ought to. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were. I saw you moving, so I thought, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, praise God. Hallelujah. I'd like to just give you Psalm 27. Father, I just thank you for Denise, Lord. Thank you for your love upon her, Lord. Thank you for healing her eyes, Lord, and just making it easy for her, Lord, while she's out this time. Bless her, Lord Jesus, and may she feel so close to you, just knowing your Holy Spirit is beside her all the way, and that she can just talk to him, all the time, Lord, knowing that he's there to comfort her and help her. And bless this whole time, Lord, that there may be a, um, a harvest of souls brought in in uh, Romania, Lord, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. My heart is overflowing with love for you, and that love will overflow to those you meet. And, and are in contact with, my love will be the, the signal, the, 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 the sign of, of my, my, my work in Jesus' name. Thank you. Uh, as you were talking, I had the word fluency, <laughs> and I'd like to add to it authoritative fluency. Father, I pray for an authoritative fluency for all that she does and all that she shares and all that she enables to, uh, to teach these ladies and folks out in Romania. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
Thank you, Lord. I had six words from the Old Testament. Words that Ruth spoke to her mother-in-law, Naomi. Where you go, I will go. And I just felt the Lord was saying, where you go, I will go. He's going with you. And the other words uh, I had were from the New Testament, what Jesus said to his disciples. These things you've seen me do, you shall do. And I just want to pray that in. Father, thank you for Denise's willingness to give up her time, Father, and her money, Father, and her, her, her blessing, Father, on, on those that she goes to, Lord. Father, it's all laid down at your cross, Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you see her heart. It's full of love for these people in Romania. Father, she just wants to see them gloriously saved baptized and filled with the spirit and just flowing in all that you have for them lord father so we pray for her lord that she will know your presence at all lord father we pray you are the miracle worker and we pray that denise father will be the miracle worker father by your spirit father in romania father and they will see things they've never seen before because she stands in your power she stands in your authority she stands in your grace and she stands in your love thank you jesus as they go out god i just yeah, god thank you ask that you would bless them buried all around Romania, Jesus. We just ask that you would bless them, even if they don't know what's coming. God, we just thank you that you have already prepared a table there, Jesus. We thank you um, for your love for those people, Jesus. The people in Romania and the team going out, Jesus, thank you um, that there will be your joy and your peace and your love, God, that goes forth before them with trumpet sounds. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Denise, while Beryl was praying, and she said, they will see things that they haven't seen before. I was already thinking that you will have an anointing to pray for people for their eyesight. Okay? That's often the way that out of weakness comes strength. Okay. So, Father, I just pray, Father, for those who need healing of their sight, Lord, that you will bring those people upon Denise's path, Lord, that she will pray and that your personality, your presence, signs and power will go in Jesus' name. Amen. Let there be signs and wonders of all sorts in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we do want to just pray for Denise. Father, how many times have you been out now? You lost, lost care. <laughs> Father, we, we do thank you, Lord, that Denise is not only committed to this work, but, Lord, is she not of any sense of obligation, but out of a real desire, Father, and love. Father, I've seen her face light up when she meets people out there, Father, and we just want to thank you for that love that you've put within her, Father, for those dear saints uh, out in Romania, Father. Lord, who, who, who struggle in many ways, Father. And, Father, we just want to um, commission Denise this morning, Father, alongside her other five compatriots, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord, indeed, Lord, that you would anoint her and the whole team, Father, to preach the good news, Father. Lord, to see the captives set free. Father, to see release, Lord, to see the blind see indeed. Father, in Jesus' name. So, Father, we ask for that anointing to rest upon Denise, upon Joan, Father, upon Dave, Dan, 
Grog and Jonathan, Father. Lord, in the name of Jesus, as well as on Mircha, rather, Father, and all who will be um, translating or whatever the word is, Father, interpreting, Father. Lord, we ask for your anointing to rest upon them as a team. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that, Father, the witness to the world is the love that we have for one another. And so, Father, we pray that that love will be seen so evidently, Father, and there will be that powerful manifestation of your presence. Mm. Father, we might see a breaking, Lord, even more, Father, of the orthodox spirit, even of the Baptist spirit, Lord, that so restricts, Father. And we pray, Father, for the free flow of the Holy Spirit, Father. And be with Denise, Father, Lord, traveling, Father, sleeping, Father, resting, as well as giving out, Father, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Okay. Yeah, bless you, Denise. Thank you. Okay. Father, we just want to thank you for the offering as well. Father, we commit this to you, Father. It's an act of worship. Father, even as all that Denise will be doing is an act of worship to you, Lord. And so, Father, we commit it to you, Father. And we pray now, Lord, as we return into sung worship, Lord. Father, and we open up, Father, the the front as it were to you know for for hearing what you want to say lord through your body father we ask indeed for your anointing here in jesus name amen amen so, thank you yeah so please feel free if you have something that you wish to share uh, in the remainder of the meeting then feel free to come and share under the anointing of the holy spirit indeed just something that God laid on my heart this morning. If you remember last week, Ben was ministering to us about prayer and about healing, and he anointed some of the folk with oil um, to sort of encourage them in the ministry. And God really took us sick, um, because we do pray for people, don't we, when they're sick? Um, sometimes we perhaps aren't near enough to lay our hands on them. But if we pray under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, there will be results. But God was really challenging me. And he said, you know, you've been encouraged to pray for the sick. Now you must expect results. Because sometimes we're a bit afraid of the results. But if we can give it to God, and if he, as he causes us maybe to, you know, somebody that we're meeting and we're praying with them, or somebody that we sort of, is, is, God burdens us with a prayer for someone, they desperately need healing. We can't get near enough maybe to put our hands on them, but we can pray under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And God was really saying to me, don't be afraid of results. Sometimes we're a bit scared of them, aren't we? It might put us in the limelight, and we don't want that. We want to honor God. But I think he's really also saying to us, look, you're talking about these things, you're talking about different things, but you've got to let the fear go and you've got to trust me because there's a great future for the church of God in the, in the hour in which we're living. And if we don't trust him and if we don't venture out under his anointing, then those that really need to hear some will reject, but there will be others that will be drawn so close to him that they'll, be, they'll come into his kingdom. And I just feel that's a message. Trust me, when fear comes, 
tell that fear to go and say, I trust in you and you'll see the results and don't be afraid of them. Asking the Lord for something for, uh, for the meeting. And what came to me straight away was uh, he heals the brokenhearted. And we know that's so true. And when, we, um, when we've been out giving out testaments, in the, especially in the college, uh, in the university, it's always good that we have in the help section of the uh, Gideon Testament, there's a help section. And the top, the top uh, of the right-hand column, the top item of things they might want to look at is broken-hearted. And the... Uh, Sometimes you can offer a testament something that no, I don't want that. And then you show them that, and especially quite often if it's a girl, they'll, they'll say, "Oh yeah, I'll have one of those," because most girls have suffered broken hearts, haven't they? And the scripture that came to me was in Psalm 34, uh, verse, which sort of verse 17: "The righteous cry, the Lord is near to those that have a broken heart." and save such as be of a contrite spirit. And if, if anyone feel broken-hearted, that's a wonderful scripture to go to. And obviously, Jesus is the one who heals, isn't he? Hallelujah. I felt the Lord wanted me to share with you about things that happened when I was a child. I really related to what Liz said the other week. She didn't come from a Christian family, and nor did I. But we were sent to Sunday school. I was born in 1943. The house across the road was bombed when I was born, and Mum had to get under the bed. But God protected me. But... We were sent to Sunday school, my sister and I, and when I was a bit older, I had to take Jill, and I was in charge of her. Well, I loved going to Sunday school, but my sister said it was boring. And when we got to the hall, she used to run away, and she was, she was crafty. She'd come back, and she'd be waiting inside for me, outside for me. But I didn't dare tell Mum because Jill was her favourite, and I knew I would be the one that got really told off about it. Well, a bit later on, Mum decided that I should be confirmed in the Church of England, and they gave us a little book to read. I don't know, it might have been a prayer book or a book about confirmation. And I shared a bedroom with my sister, and she saw me reading the book, and she and Mum laughed at me and teased me and said I'd end up in a convent if I, stopped, if I didn't stop being so religious. Anyway, I, I didn't like being teased, and I said to God, why don't you choose Jill instead of me? Because she's much more intelligent, she's better looking, mum likes her, and I'm sure she'd be a better choice for you than I am. Anyway, after, after I was confirmed... I went to stay with my aunt at Falfham, and we went one day with a cricket club out on an outing to the countryside. And as they were playing, I climbed up a hill nearby, and I was just washing them, and all of a sudden, the presence of God came all over me. 
and it was so strong that I got down on my knees, but I never told anyone about it because I didn't think they'd understand. And I feel the Lord, you know, has chosen all of us. Some of us he might have chosen out of a family that wasn't religious at all, and others come very, very thankfully from a background where their parents were Christian. But I feel he's not just chosen all of us to be Christian of the age. And in some ways, things are very difficult. But in other ways, they're very glorious because we know the Lord is coming soon. And I feel like Esther were chosen for such a time as this, to be lights in the darkness, to allow him to shine through us and to draw other people to him. I believe that there's going to be a, a thing at the church about new people coming in? Oh, I don't know, darling. I'm just, just saying, shall I hold the microphone for you? Yes. Because when you turn, you turn away from the microphone. Oh, right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I think it's, it's so good that this church, well, I'm so grateful to belong here. I think you're such lovely people. And I feel that God is going to do something really, really strong in this church and draw other people to himself through you all. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Lord, I pray that you will draw me more people into this church, Lord, that more people will be drawn, that this will be a bright light. And I do pray for the school here, that they will sense a difference in the atmosphere. When they come into this hall, that they will feel your presence here and they will be drawn to you, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Really, Pamela, I just want to say you're God's favourite. You are highly favoured and you are chosen. And I, I want you to know you have a fantastic anointing and you speak forth the word of God uh, and you have blessed us with that this morning uh, and we are so blessed to have you. What killed Goliath? I don't say a stone, because that was just the implement. What killed Goliath? This man mountain, looking like a, looking like a tank in modern parlance. What killed him? It was David's boldness. His rock certain that if God is for him, God is against everybody else, against him. It wasn't his strength, he knew his weapons. But what killed Goliath? It was David's faith in God. His determination that, oh, what's this, what's this giant of a man doing yelling at defiance at God? He'd been a bear. Killed a lion and a, Goliath, uh, killed a lion and a bear. Bare hands, possibly. Well, the club, more than likely. No, no mention of a sword or spear or anything else like that. Just, he had just, just those two weapons as a shepherd. And that was all he had. And yet he killed a, a bear and a lion. And that's what he told Saul, the king at the time. All the others were all cowering away, 
Some people have likened it to they're having a prayer meeting, organising prayer meetings. Oh, God, deliver us. Come on, we're having an all night a prayer meeting. We know your words. We know your words. And what happened? Nothing. David then came on. Everybody started saying, who, who is this lad? What's he doing? What's he coming? What's he doing? What's he doing? He's just here with cheese. And what happened? David said, well, what's going to happen? Twice instant, he asked a question. What's going to be done for the man who kills Goliath? And they all poo-pooed, barred and shouted at him. David went out without weapons, without armour, sorry, because he tried swords and couldn't walk in it. Just the stuff that he knew, a sling and five stones. And as somebody jokingly said, who killed him? Who killed me? It never entered his head. The stone, that is. Never entered his head. And that's not from um, anything. It's, a, it's one sense to do with what Ben was talking about last week. Talking about the weaponry of the, of the armour. Unfortunately, it, we all miss it. And that's the opening bit of uh, Ephesians 6, 10. Be strong in the Lord and in the, and in the strength of his might. Now, if you go back to the original Greek, you'll find that strength is... Um, they're, all, they're all Greek words. I think one is ik. ik. Uh, I, can't, no, I can't remember. But they are far more than just be strong in the power of the Lord. It's the overwhelming power of the Lord. If he can put... If God can put... I'm not saying uh, this uh, as, a, as a doubt. I'm just saying starting as a building block. If God can build, put things into space by the word of his mouth and the word of his power, he can certainly take care of our problems. And if you're right relationship with God, he can do it through you. The only thing you've got to worry about is you, Riz. And I'm talking about what you like doing, yourself. Whether you're talking about, um, oh, I'm, I'm sensitive, I'm an artistic type. Or whether I don't care, I just get on with it. Peter said, if you remember rightly, Lord, I won't disappoint you. I won't fly away when all the disciples were rushing away. I'll never let you. Don't I'll stand. That's the bit I'm trying to talk about and get down to. Jesus said to him, Peter, 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 before the clock crows three times, you will deny me three times. But God, but Jesus had prayed for Peter. And that's as far as Peter could go. The, the mat, the net that, that Jesus had laid in his prayer. I prayed for you, Peter, that your faith fail not. And we talk about faith, saving faith. What about screwing if, um, using um, Shakespeare's term, screwing your faith to the, 
sort of sticking post, putting it into action. Instead of thinking, oh, yes, I can sing lovely prayers, I can listen to beautiful sermons. I can do all these things. Try it. And you find, oh, dear, I'm full of weakness. I know I'm talking to myself as well. So don't worry. I'm not blaming any of you. If you're strong, fine. If you're a strong personality, fine. My son has a, has a, on a blazon on his shirt, um, or his T-shirt, about what it, fear. What's it? Sorry. I'll be in just a few minutes. The only the choice is between freedom and fear. You can choose. If you see an accident, what's your first thing? Oh, poor people. Oh, 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 poor people. Or do you pitch in with what little you've got? Sorry. Or do you pitch in with what little you've got and try and help and not get in the way either? That's what I'm talking about, putting your faith into action. You know the words. You know the music. Start putting it to action. And that's what I'm talking to myself as well, so don't worry. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying, do it. That's what the book of James is about. Thank you. Yeah. Bless you, Bob. I just want to follow on from that, if I may. That's all right, Bob. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Um, tomorrow evening... Um, we're going to be looking at the... And, um, I don't know, has anybody seen a deaf and a dumb person healed? Ever seen that happen? What God has done? I witnessed it once, but it was 40 years ago. And um, I think while Irene was speaking, I was thinking similarly that, you know, I've seen it happen. And yet, even now, what's my belief like? You know, in seeing God do it now. I know he heals, but it's a challenge to actually believe it now, isn't it? And to see it now. And what Pam was saying about, you know, this time that we're in and how much the, the world needs Jesus and how much he is, Jesus has chosen to give us, the church, his ministry since he's gone been empowered obviously by the Holy Spirit and I just wanted to um, read um, that little bit that I referred to when we were praying for Denise really um, I've got the wrong uh, what have I done with it I did have it yeah the spirit is on the Lord the spirit of the Lord is upon me and we can each say that the spirit of the Lord is upon me upon us because he has anointed us to proclaim good news to those who need it. That's to preach, to proclaim. And he has sent us to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the time of the Lord's favour or the year, the time when he can be found. And uh, that's our calling as a church, isn't it? That's a calling to his church in this time. And, you know, it is, you know, I don't like it when we say you, but we 
because we're all together in this, aren't we? We need, by the grace of God, to know that anointing, to know the truth of who we are in Christ, to have that bit of boldness and to expect God to move. And, of course, you know, we do need to pray. We do need to pray. We do need the prayer background. You know, Charles Wesley said he does nothing but by prayer. God does nothing but by prayer and so on. So we need to be praying in these days, you know. The rubber's hitting the road increasingly. And, uh, you know, we need to be in that place as a church. The church needs to be in that place where we can move in all that God has got for us. I'd like to pray, and then I think we'll just move back into worship, if that's all right. And um, not that I'm stopping anyone who has a word coming up, but um, thank you, Lord. Father, we just want to thank you ever so much this morning. Lord, you have called each and every one of us individually. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that each one of us can say that we're your favourite. Lord, because you want to banish off, Lord, all the lies that tell us that we're no good, that tell us actually we're weak and impoverished, and that the, the opposite is true. You have given us all things. Hallelujah. You're our shepherd, and we shall not want. We have all that we need. And so, Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you would come upon us by your spirit, that, Lord, you would help us to stir up that gift which is within us, that you have placed within us, that we might each day be looking for those good works that you have prepared beforehand that we might walk in. Lord, open our eyes to see, Father. Lord, open our eyes to see. I thank you for your gentleness, your considerateness, your kindness, Lord, in dealing with us and with others. But we ask, Lord, that you in these days would increase the anointing upon us, Lord. Lord, that we would indeed have words of life and words of healing. Lord, in Jesus' name we ask it. And we want to come before you again, just seeking that you will move in our lives, Father. Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Um, I've been sitting on the edge of my seat for all the meeting, really, and the Lord kept saying to me, go and tell them your story. So I, I have been praying for my husband for over 40 years, and he was very hard, and at times it was hard for me to keep believing. And we went through many, many sad times and 27 years ago he said if you didn't give up that bee rubbish then I'm leaving and he left but we've always stayed friends and now he's, he's that much older obviously and more frail but yesterday talking about the anointing in the afternoon I was talking to him and the anointing came on me and he just looked at me and said what do I do? What do I do? And I was able to pray with him, and, and he was saved yesterday, over 40 years. Oh, Father, we just thank you and praise you for all, you, all your goodness and love to us. And we thank you, Lord, for opening our hearts to pray for people. We just pray for 
pray for all of us here that Lord you may anoint us with your Holy Spirit give us strength and and boldness to reach out especially for Denise as she reaches out all of us as we reach out to those who really need you Lord we just pray that you will put people in front of us this week that need our love that need your love that we're pointing out of us we just praise you for that Lord and we thank you now Lord for all the people that have been doing stuff for worship for Helen, for everybody else, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Yeah, thank you to everybody that's been uh, part of this morning. Thank you for coming. There is tea and coffee still, uh, lunch, of course, and the chairs stay out. Okay. So God bless you all, and see you next week.